Today on the show, we talk about some of the scariest films of the 21st century. Find out which ones are studs and which ones are duds. This is Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. episode of can't sleep won't sleep i'm cameron and with me in studio as always is mason but i'm not in studio yep he's, <laughs> yet again he's on hangouts and he's on the road and i'm matt and we're back again guys gonna have another great show for you and today i'm super excited because we're actually going to be talking about an indie wire article namely it's a list of the 20 scariest scenes in the 21st century of horror movies. We're going to see if we actually agree with it. <laughs> Whether we agree with it. That's the biggest thing. What we think of their choices, our rebuttals, and then maybe down the line possibly scenes that we think should have been included. Absolutely. Are you guys ready? Are you ready to roll? Mm-hmm. I'm um, ready. Yeah, that's that's some enthusiasm. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for that. I love I'm that. Wide this li- no, 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 no. I'll explain myself. I'm looking at this list. Some of them I definitely agree with and others I'm just like, wow. Oh, our suspect. Fuck? Our suspect. Well, don't worry. We're going to take IndieWire to task. Uh, we're going to start at 20 and work our way down. So in 20, we have the, the scene from the movie The Others, I Am Your Daughter scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. I, I, I kind of liked it. Nicole Kidman movie came out in 2001. Yes, this was a pretty scary flick. You know, it was, it was a decent movie. This scene is actually a very, very creepy scene. Yeah, Her daughter, this mother's coming in on her daughter, and her daughter appears to be... An old woman with glazed eyes, and she's shaking her daughter violently, and it turns out to be her daughter all along. Yeah. In case you haven't seen it, we'll give you a brief description of what's actually happening, and it's pretty good. It's very jarring. Do I think that it's scary per se? On a scale of 1 to 10? I call it a 6, boys. I'm I sorry. I call it a 6. It, six. It, I got, it got six. me shivering a little bit. Yes. There was some spook to be had. Yeah. I, I, I'm if you're watching it alone, yeah, it's just pretty creepy. Well, she notices the hand. And that's what kind of freaks me out. She's like, take that off. Come over here. Take that off. I told you again. I told you again. And then she leaves the room and then she comes back. And then she's, I told you to take it off. And then she notices the hand. And it addresses something that I think we should all talk about. Old hands look creepy and disgusting. They're terrible. (laughs) Old ladies. Wow. Just non-moisturized, veiny, nasty. They get so fucking vascular. I was going to say. Judgmental bitches. (laughs) I don't know like what's so going vascular. on. So if I were Nicole Kidman and I saw that gross claw, I'd, of course I'd freak out. Yeah, Come but you're on. not talking about her hand. No. Okay, I know. I'm just playing uh, with uh, you. Nicole Kidman, you're fine as wine. <laughs> DM <laughs> me. Fine. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's going to kick that multi-million dollar hubby to the road. <laughs> that, no, that seriously pissed off Keith Urban. He's going to cry and write a song about that. Oh, yeah. Another hit. <laughs> no yeah, doubt. but uh, do you guys, uh, Final Bird, do you think this deserves to stay on the list? On this list, I would leave it on the list. 20. 20, yeah. I'd 20 is a 20. good positioning. Next, we're going to dive right into the controversy, boys. This scene is coming from the recent picture, Mother. Yes. Uh, and it's the scene where the baby arrives. Yeah. Give it a brief description because it's really hard to get a scene right now because the movie's still actually in some theaters. Okay. So it's hard to find. So Mother is this really convoluted movie. Some people said it's a giant allegorical story of a, of a biblical proverb yes. that it's God and Mother Nature within their house. Some people say it's a shit fest with constant twists and turns that keeps you guessing and ultimately gives you an ending that is 
not so satisfactory. And, and for some of our fans, I will say I've even heard it called as a bit of an homage to Rosemary's Baby. God, exactly. And Rosemary's so Baby's good. In this scene, uh, uh, she has her child. And uh, her husband, Javier Bardem, yes. takes the baby and oh. gives it to their hundreds of visitors, disciples. disciples, and the baby crowd surfs. And then apparently there's this imminent, gruesome act that is very controversial Disturbing. for cinema. So Disturbing. much so that IndieWire didn't include the clip. Yeah. <laughs> so it can be gathered. I, I, I've seen this. I can tell you, scary doesn't come to mind. No. It's more jarring, like a hostile scene. You know, especially in Hostel 2 where the girl's getting her back right. skinned, stuff like that. Like, this is a hills have eyes type thing. Not yeah. scary, just gruesome. I call it more of like a, th- a thriller moment, you know? Something not quite eerie, but something. It's definitely not a hills have eyes moment because it no may one be got disturbing. Raped. We'll call it disturbing. Yeah, Did you say disturbing yet? Yeah, uh, pretty much it's disturbing. disturbing. So I, I'll call it disturbing, but not one of the scariest scenes in, in the 21st century. As far as the scary scenes in the 21st century, not happening. I gave it a one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to – this Sorry. one gets kicked yeah. off the list for me. It's just not happening, guys. I just honestly didn't see the spook factor no. in this at all. Mason? No, I didn't think it was – I didn't think it was scary at all. I told, I told Matt from the very first moment I saw this trailer, I was like, fucking skip. I'm not watching this thing. Yeah. And f- <laughs> I mean f- – Fucking Internet Movie Database gives this movie a seven. But everybody they got their priorities all wrong, dude. Everybody who's seen this movie is calling it a freaking two. You because know? you watch the trailer and you're you like, "Oh, this is the scariest movie of all time." Well, if you but then you watch the movie and it's so disjointed with random twists and turns, and then the ending is so fucking flat. Um, I but was surprised. how do you do that with Jennifer Lawrence, Javier Bardem, Ed Harris, and Michelle Pfeiffer? How do you how do with, you cluster? It doesn't fuck? matter how good the acting is if there is a completely clinical director and writer. You yeah, know what I mean? the writing and direction is the backbone of the film. I know, but I mean, how do you how do you um, just screw something ex- up so exhibit bad? Exhibit A: Russell Crowe and Les Mis. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Prisoner five hundred six hundred four hundred one. This movie sucks, and our time is done. Okay, that's a terrible <laughs> reference, and <laughs> Come on. I, I'm I'm going to name you as His one of the twenty fucking voice though. Yeah, His beautiful thing. voice, but I don't know. I I just you should be number nineteen. Yeah, it was just not a good movie. So we didn't. I. I don't say it's not a good movie. It's not one of the scariest moments in history. So next. So strike that one, IndieWire. Yeah. Next is coming from the movie Pulse. This is a Japanese horror movie. Yes. So you oh already know it's going to be God. weird. This is called Ghost Fucked Walk. Up. I've seen this on horror forums, and people have talked about this. I don't get a lot of Japanese horror. I'm going to be Dude, honest. Dude, you're so wrong. No, you're let me, so wrong. Let me get He's to wrong. this, Mason. How let is me he get wrong? To this, Mason. You saw this, that fucking this clip? clip? This clip is horrifying. Really? Let oh, me, we are yes. so far on the two ends it of the is, spectrum. This, this is cool. Is so... I want to hear. All right. Now, first, Cameron had to flow. Let's, I want to hear him. I, I wanted to qualify my answer. Right? Qual- let him go ahead. What'd you, what would you give it? I don't think it should be on the list. At all. I'm going to give it on the spook scale. I was one th- I was about uh, two to one spook. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you guys. All right. Why was it a two to one? Uh, because honestly, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of Japanese horror. I get like their their cinematic style. I've seen like Ringu and yeah. a couple of I can definitely like that. tell that because you need to get outside more. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. I got a pale complexion. So, you know, I've seen a lot of Japanese films. Anime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Manga. You look like it. Weeaboo. <laughs> 
Let's not take it personal here. You'll get your turn. Finish okay. up. Maybe so Jones. this this clip is just um, uh, it's just a woman walking, and she has this weird. Gait, I know. And this man nearly pisses his pants. No, I, no, he definitely pissed his pants. I did not get it Dude, at all. So did I. Dude, all right. So they now, now we're gonna shit. let Mason go. They pioneer this shit. Okay. First of all, what did you, you, you give it? What did you give it on the spook scale? One to ten. Spook scale. Come on. Uh, seven. Really? A seven. It's Dude, scary. You are all scary. Right. Do you know all of those films like um, The Messenger? Yes. Uh, just name a few. Um, fuck. What's the other one? Uh, Ring. Ring. Right. Yeah, but. Dude, these two movies are not even um, on the same plane. The Grudge. Can, okay. The Grudge. Not, All of those films. The Grudge wasn't okay, that okay, scary to me. Go ahead. Hold on. The Japanese films, just like Pulse, which has been remade. It's been remade in America. Right. It's an Americanized film. It's been remade. Yeah, it was called um, uh, Kairo. K-A-I-R-O. Pulse. It yeah. 2001. Pulse. Yeah. Uh, it sucked. Sucked in America, but they they pioneer all of this stuff. Do you know when people move down stairs with this weird gait and their back leg is flipping over their shoulder? Yeah, and then their necks flipping around. All Japanese, all of this stuff. This this weird gait thing you're seeing is not only terrifying because they're they're pioneering the the use of uh, vocals. Like as soon as the clip starts, you can hear women singing in this eerie pattern. Okay, terrifying, terrifying. They're using such little movements and things here to scare the shit out okay, of you. Like, well, it's now, all uh, it's not yeah, predictable. It's not predictable. Her movement, you don't know if she's about to start sprinting and run at him. You don't know if she's about to fly at him. You don't know if, if her mouth's about to jump from her body and eat him. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen. Okay. So that really the affected one, you then. The one reason yeah. this was going to be on the list is for one me, of the biggest thing that's scary. The okay. one reason I think right. this, why the scene should be on the list is because her face is obscured almost all of the scene. And that was the thing that was terrifying to me. That was the only part I found scary about the whole thing. When is her face was shrouded faces are in darkness. Terrifying. I didn't. I didn't find her walk scary. I really, really did. Especially that weird. I, I think you I, have to watch it. I did. Like I watched right it now, twice. I'm alone in the dark. Oh, that's fair. in my own apartment. And that shit's scary, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. But I'm just saying. I just no, think- if, if she – okay. Just picture this. If you're uh, sitting alone at your computer – Yeah, my house and some strange off, woman's across the room. This dude, we don't even turn, know where he is. You uh, turn and standing in front of your front door is this woman doing that walk toward you. Oh, I'd piss myself. All right. Well, but that's know, different. Okay, You would react. Yeah, but I'm not. You're yeah. talking about real life. I'm talking about I'm watching it in a theater. I'm 100%. peering through the window of the screen of this adventure. Okay. Well, now, then I think the issue is you haven't watched the entire film. You don't have the momentum and you haven't bought into the clip yet. Oh, wait a minute. Did we, did we skip the title of this list? Okay. Okay. Granted, it's called it's not the, Scary okay. Scenes. Didn't say movies. Well, I bought in right away as soon okay. as I heard no, that. No, no, and, and this is your own personal perspective, and I shouldn't have made fun of that. But for me, I since, since her face was totally obscured for me, I only gave it a two, and that was just me. I personally think it should be on the list for the obscured face. But the thing that took me down to a two or a one is that they showed her face, and she was a Nothing. normal Asian woman. Like I didn't with, like that. That yeah. was lame for me. If, like if they would have kept the excurved face like when yeah, she got up something. close if they, or her face was stretched out. Or, or no face. No face would have done it No face would have scared the shit out of me. But regardless, um, that one's controversial. I think IndieWire had to keep it on there for the fans of hardcore horror. So let's get into 17, which is Holy Paranormal shit. Activity. Holy the shit. The original ending. 
Hachimachi. Make sure you, you watch the one with the original ending, folks. The fact that this is only 17 on the list, I actually found to be disappointing. I, because this scene legit gave me chills the yeah. first time I saw it. Like, down my spine. We all know Not how, right, man. Not right. We all know how impactful the original Paranormal Activity movie was. You know what I mean? I, I'm sorry. This movie came out in 2001, made for $15,000, grossed over $193 million. Started that that whole universe. There's like five films now, and they're still going. They're going to put out another one next year. It's a billion-dollar universe from a $15,000 movie, and I'm sorry, man. These Paranormal is one of the few things that continues to frighten the shit out of me, and mm-hmm. this movie was disturbing as hell. Top five. I'm sorry. It shouldn't have been, shouldn't have been number 17. I mean, you want to talk about and the dude, the ending is so eerie. You want to hear about watching this in a dark room when she's just she comes back in. I'll I'll explain the scene briefly. Uh, It's the scene where she gets up. She gets the whole end of the movie. Actually, they they edited the clip together very well. She gets up and watches him in bed. Sleep for three hours. Do you guys remember that whole scene? And if you had to, it was and a rage. The, uh, you know, she goes downstairs. Her husband's concerned. He goes downstairs. You hear screaming. Yeah. She comes back upstairs. Micah, Micah. With a knife and blood all, all over, over her. She sits down there for another fucking 16 and hours. the quaking she does. If you watch that in the dark. Just the writhing back and forth. You will piss yourself. You know, I'm sorry. It was, it was, I, 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 being scared, seeing it, for me, that's it for me. That's a nine. Sorry. That is a it's a highlight. Top five. Very spooky. Uh, I thought so. My issue with this, okay, I have All to right. give it a high score too because this is a scary clip. I give it this a seven. Okay. It's just as scary to me. Clip a couple above points it. off. I respect that. But we all agree uh, that this had to be on the list, right? Absolutely. hundred percent. hundred percent. My issue with this is I've seen the film. Fair enough. Yeah, but and I have serious issues with the film. Oh. Ah. Yeah, but for the 15 pacing. Grand? Uh, the pacing of the film is the issue. I understand that, but again, we're not doing I, films; we're doing scenes. Keep, keep on, keep, okay, keep, keep on task. Okay. Keep well, on task. This scene, yeah. which is the scary part of the movie, yeah, it's it's the, they give you. I mean, it, it's a great payoff. Yeah, it obviously offsets a yeah, lot. I watch an hour for these six minutes. I yeah. agree. Okay, fair point. Fair point. There, there are there is an hour of moving vases and leg pulls before we yeah. get to the climactic scene. And there's a lot of downtime. I watched their lives for 40 minutes. I watched them talking. Yeah. But this clip, granted, it's one of the scariest of the 21st century, no doubt. It's good. The movie could have been better. That's my takeaway. Seven out of 10. Next, we're going to get to one of the most perplexing scenes for me on this list. Came out of left field. This movie, The Witch. Uh, if you guys are familiar with it, it came out uh, fairly recently, I believe. 2015. I was going to say, I, I saw this movie, was not a big fan of it at all. Nope. Didn't find it to be particularly scaring or particularly compelling. So they take out the climactic scene. It's called Black Phillip Speaks. Yeah. This is where the we- the witch finally gets what she wants. She communes with the devil. Yep. And it's supposed what to be... What do you want? And what he finally responds. And that's the evil. But... To me, this was just lame, and it was a really weird ASMR, creepy yeah. kind of scene. I didn't really I feel, see I the spookiness. The didn't get the devil's face. I need. You no, know I what? Feel like they were really trying to overdo it. They were trying so hard to make this prolific horror film, but the it just felt forced. Yeah, and it just it, you could tell. It's like that thing that 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 um, history major does, where they try to sound profound all the time. Yeah. 
you know, to make themselves sound intellectual. Like, that's what this movie was to me. And then the fact that the devil in the scene, basically it's just her communing with the devil at the, or the evil, it's a, it's a demonic figure. And he's British. But here's the scary part. Question mark. <laughs> Question mark. You have a the guy with British. an eloquent British accent. I'm like, okay, devil really? Hmm. Yeah, but, but again. Or demon? I mean, you could have done two simple things to make this to another notch. First, he puts his hand on her. Do something with the hand. We talked about how scary shit hands are. Okay? Mm-hmm. Don't make it a normal hand. And secondly, he was behind her the entire time. All right, guys. I don't know about you, but glowing eyes freaked me the hell out. If you had added oh, glowing oh. eyes from behind her and and, and, teeth. And, and and granted the devil anything like that and granted the devil obscure been, his teeth and show his obscure his face and show very white teeth that's yep. scary and, and, and glowing eyes and a fucked up hand and, and I'll we grant, got a scene that people are going to be talking about forever and I'll granted this shows how the devil has finally fully debased her and her family yeah fully tormented them yes. I'm granting that I just really didn't enjoy the movie i didn't like this climactic scene all right so if we're talking about one of the top humiliating or or or, or scenes where they they humiliate characters in a movie yeah okay you know because at that period of time to take someone to the where he took her yeah but not scariest right. to be honest with you it's a one it's it's a it's a solid one for me too. Yeah, I'm gonna i be mean honest. skip it don't watch it don't i I, it. I hold a little bit of a bit against IndieWire in this one, but let's keep it on moving. Yep. This, Two for the acting. The next, Two. this is a pretty Fair. Uh, spooky scene, in my opinion. This is coming from the movie Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. About the evil uh, uh, twin uh, uh, horror, which is Seeks really out interesting. his doppelganger, his lookalike. And it's the house spider scene. Yeah. This is actually a pretty spooky scene, in my yeah. opinion. Basically, Made me j- jump. Jake calling to his significant other, yeah. where asking you? where she is, where getting ready. And he turns, and as he turns, it comes completely out of fucking left field. Nowhere. There's a massive, uh, like about the size of three people, a spider yeah. comes right into and the field it actually division. looks like a Black Widow. It's one of the hardest jump scares I've seen in a film. It worked on me. And it, just re-watching it again in IndieWire's article made me jump again. Yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. Probably the most traumatic spider scene since all of arachnophobia. Yeah, I would say yes. so. Because I just didn't expect it in that movie. And you I just don't. didn't. That's what I'm saying. It felt so out of place for a gigantic tarantula to be pressed and up against. He sold that bitch completely. He did. Jake Gyllenhaal's next level acting. Like you saw sure. his the look on his face. I was like, yep, yeah, that's exactly how I would look too. Yeah. Frozen. Yeah. Looking like what? Definitely worth worth a watch if you're a horror fan. Came out in 2013. Enemy. And and Jake to Gyllenhaal. me, yeah, I think we all agreed that this deserves to be on the list. I'm gonna give it a solid six. Because it got me with the jump scare. And yeah, I was like, six, oh, six or seven. You. Mason? I'm going to have to give that a, a four. Four? Four or five. Yeah, because it is a jumpy. It's, it's a, a jump, jump scare. scare. And those it's are a little a cheaper scare. than the, the real thing. It works. Spiders fucked with me. So, so 14 on the list is a, a lesser known, in my opinion. It's from the movie Kill List. It's the Tunnel of Death. Yeah, I just don't get it. Uh, juxtapose, you know, with the Tunnel of Love, get it, the Tunnel of Death. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically in this scene, the the protagonists in the film encounter the satanic cult right. performing a ritual and hanging a girl. And they open fire on the s- satanic people. And then they suddenly realize that there were way more sadists out there than they originally thought. Yeah. And they haul ass out. And them. they haul ass about 50 people, some naked, some clothed, wearing these crazy Or holding masks, in knives or worse. Making inhuman sounds Sounds-y running at yeah. them. 
it is a pretty intense scene. And then they go and they run away to these catacombs and it's very cramped yeah. and intense. But I will say, I didn't get the fear factor. No, no, not not scary. Not scary. Mason, what'd you think? Um, I mean, it's scary, but it's definitely not overwhelmingly scary like some of the things we've already seen previously on this list. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe a war movie overrun scared, but not a horror over scare. I mean, overrun scared. I feel like we didn't see, which is odd because usually horror is about like the unseen and like, yes. not knowing what's truly going on. But I would have liked to have seen the uh, Satanists a little bit more. Yeah. Because they were pretty horrifying. Personally. Yeah. The, the glimpses we did see were absolutely atrocious, like, very pale, inhuman, like Cameron said. To but, me, this, yeah. this, you know, the scariest part of the scene was that they were running at them in the field. Yeah. They didn't do quite enough to build a sense of urgency right. or danger. Again, disturbing thriller overrun in a horror movie. I mean, in a warm picture, but not horror. Yeah. And scenes like this, I find a little perplexing that are on the list when you have such a wealth of truly scary moments, you know, out yeah. there. That's the part I never understand. Especially there's not like, I get it in the 21st century. So you're limited you don't get a lot of the stuff from the 20th century, like the 80s, 90s slashers, you yeah, know? Yeah, but still, I mean, you could still pull from There's stuff. There's still great stuff in the 2000s stuff, that I yeah. felt like wasn't no. touched on. But right. we're going to move on. Be. And this is a scene that I think absolutely oh, deserves to be in Fuck it. Fuck yeah. It is from The Conjuring. I'm sure we all know what The Conjuring is. It's a huge fame for all horror fans. It's part of that whole universe they have going over there. It's the witching hours. Yeah. And this is where the girls walk up to the wardrobe. It's a very climactic scene. They hear noises coming from within the wardrobe. And they look inside. Yeah, the, the, the woman's known for sleepwalking. So it's two sisters sharing the same bedroom. Yes. One of the older siblings wakes up and finds her sister slowly banging her head against the wardrobe over and over and over Scary again. Scary shit. So yeah. the, the elder of the sisters rises and walks over to her younger sister, places her hand on her forehead and uh, removes her from the wardrobe. Uh, escorts her back to bed and puts the little girl to bed. But the older sister is curious as to why the younger sister was banging her head against the wardrobe. So she walks over to it and opens it like quickly as though you're, you know, you rip a door open. If yeah. you think someone's on the other side of it, she rips the doors open and she rummages through the clothes, clothing. Nothing. Nothing's inside. Holy shit. Nothing. That really got to me. Uh, yeah. Nothing's inside. And that's not what does it. So she turns around and finds her younger sister sitting up in bed with her jaw just to the floor. Unbelievable. Absolutely terrifying. And she can see that her younger sister's eyes have begin to train up to the top of the wardrobe. So the older sister just spins around in her, in her, in her, in her place and sees this demon, just this pale faced, long haired, disheveled demon with ooze dripping from its mouth. And it jumps down on top of her. And then the scene Cuts. What an explanation! That that's that was good, man. That spoke to me. Holy I'm moly! You, I got goosebumps because that's exactly what the fuck happened. <laughs> and and just seeing the movie and then hear you recap it, it was fucking I scary. Mean, still is. Still is what, to me. James Wan is a master. Yeah. Of James Wan is a master. Yep. Let, let's be honest. You know, if we're gonna talk about a guy who knows how to scare people, absolutely, he, he's got it built into his DNA. And Conjuring, you had so many great scenes picked from. I think they picked one of the best ones in the film. Personally, especially because it's a climactic moment in the film, you know, where we finally find out what the hell's going on. Yep. Um, because, spoiler alert, it's the mom. Yeah. <laughs> who's been uh, demonified. Possessed, yeah. De demonified? 
possessed demonically possessed demonically possessed, possessed. Yes. possessed. Ooh, demonified is not <laughs> <laughs> you might have to scrabble you, you might have to scrabble dictionary that one yeah but you're talking about james wan who comes up with the saw movies he does dead silence which we've talked about before is in a fantastic movie I mean, come on. This is a nine on the nine on the scary scale for me. It is for me too. Indie Wire definitely nailed it with this. This was definitely it's on the list. I'm surprised. Some of his other pictures weren't on it. Some of his other scenes and some of his other pictures didn't make the list, which was shocking to me. But keep going. To be honest with you, that is what surprised me the most as well. Just to touch on it one last time before we move on, I have to give this scene an eight out of ten, nearly a nine out of ten. I give it a nine. I'm just shocked. I did not see. I'm not going to go too much into what's on the list further down, but I'm shocked I did not see more of his work on here. That's all. And, and definitely, uh, maybe I'm I'm cramming a lot into the top five. That just deserves to be in top five. Yeah. You know, maybe it's so. a top eight. <laughs> top eight. Maybe, yeah, maybe I should stop saying top five, but top eight movies, man. And that's a scary scene. It is. Yeah. And next uh, actually comes from a movie that is not a horror whatsoever, yeah. which is no, not at all. Is really interesting. But I do sci-fi. Agree. It's from the movie Prometheus by Ridley Scott. It's the alien abortion scene. Once again, a very controversial, very crazy, chaotic scene. It, it, the female protagonist, you know, as you know, is impregnated with some form of alien monster and she realizes it's in her and it's going to kill her yeah. so she does what any normal person does of course she Get takes the laser from the med bay and performs a severian section on herself to and, pull it out and pulls it out which is absolutely mental it's a crazy scene it definitely brings some form of terror so i won't completely dismiss this scene yeah but it's not it's not but scary uh, harmony. You want to talk about gore and science fiction? Exactly. I'm in. If you show a little kid this, I don't think they're going to wake up in the middle of the night no. scared of the alien no. abortion scene. No. But I do think that Can with we, some of the other uh, videos, it would keep the kid up at night. All right. Can we agree that it's unforgettable, though? Yes, very uh, much. I do so. remember when we even talk about the scene, I can picture it in my head. It's that vivid, but, but I don't put it under the heading of scariest scene of the 21st century. Do I put it under one of the best sci fi scenes I've ever seen by Ridley Scott in his yes. whole caption? Yeah, I mean, yes. yeah, this was scary in the same way that Green Inferno was scary. It was better than I thought Green, Green Inferno. Inferno was scarier. You know, no, I didn't. You know what I I'm saying? No, where it's just it okay. where it's it's every Eli Roth film. I don't like it because it's realistic. Where it's eh, gratuitous. I, I totally get that. It's gratuitous to a certain extent, and that's why I found uh, terrifying in a sense in this scene. So I can see where they're coming from with this one. I'm going to give it a solid three. I wasn't feeling too spooked when I when we watched this movie as well I wasn't particularly scared I wanted to see what would happen though yeah I was more like oh shit she's gonna do this yeah you know with like Elizabeth Shaw just screaming get it out of me you know it had definitely harkened back to like the alien movies and stuff like that yeah you know I mean it it was just kind of like Scott's infamous like chest bursters you know which was cool but yeah I, I I digress on that Oh, next is uh, one of my favorite horror movies of the 21st century, without a doubt. It is Jordan Peele's Get Out. Great movie. And it is the sunken place scene. This is infamous. This has been memed. You know it. You love it. This is where the male protagonist is sitting in a chair. Rendered unable to move by his girlfriend's mom's hypnosis. And this is one of the most terrifying scenes because could you imagine... You go into a hostile environment. You're scared of these people already. Oh, yeah, you're And freaked. you're rendered unable to move from hypnosis, bro. Yeah. This is what scary is to me. Yeah. Where you feel helpless. 
completely trapped within a situation. Jordan Peele captures uh, fear at its worst. And how many times have what we said... What it's truly like to meet your in-laws. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a deep cut there, folks. But think about it. They'll never we, see this. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on that note, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. But um, how, many times, how, many sure. times, how many times have we all said, in any situation, I'm turning and hauling ass? Imagine you can't. And that's the part that's worse than anything and for me. Yeah, was, but when I wake up, I'm going to kick that bitch in the chest. It scared me so much, like just watching the, the tears yeah. and the terror flow down his Actor face. Actor sold it. He sold it incredibly. Oh, and just the blank acting. expression with the tears just rolling. And I, I literally felt scared in that moment where I was like, I could not imagine being in a situation like that and the sheer terror you would feel, let alone being banished to some form of sunken place in your mind, which we're not going to get into that because I don't want to spoil it because if you haven't seen Get Out, I implore what, what you. What planet see. are you on? Because you're not from Earth. I, Came out just last year in 2017 and we're all talking about Daniel. I'm going to brutalize this guy's name. Kara, Kara, Kala. You did sorry. your best and that's I'm all that sorry, matters. I'm sorry, I brutalized it. He sells this scene fantastically. Fantastically. I'm excited to move on to number 10. <laughs> but <laughs> I will enough. say, I He's will done. say... What'd you guys give it? Come on, real quick. I, I'm, this is as close as a 10 you can get from me. I gave it a 9. I loved it. This is very powerful. What'd you give I, it gave it a, I gave it a 7. 7? Okay. Oh, Mason's tough on the heart. This is a tough one. And then we're going to jump on to number 10. Yes. Number I 10. love this scene. So we're in the 10 now. Mason, do you want to clue us in on he this He loved scene? it. Go ahead, Mason. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so this, this comes from a Tarantino film, surprisingly enough. But... Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to pick a scene from a Tarantino film, this is the scariest scene that's probably been in any one of his films. I agree. Other than the scene in Pulp Fiction where... The ear? There is rape. No. He's got the guy bent over. He's got finger rings. He's got the guy bent over. And and the gimps got him. Oh my God, with Zed? Okay, that's also a very horrifying scene. The gimps got him bent over and he was fucking telling anybody this. But that's scary for a different reason. We're going to take a blowtorch. That's scary because no no one ever wants that. So in this scene, we have... Christoph Waltz, who's playing uh, <clears throat> the Jew hunter, Colonel Landa, and a French farmer, uh, what's his name, Dennis Monchet, um, yeah. and he's seeking to protect his uh, three daughters who are hiding underneath the floorboards. So in this scene, we see uh, Christoph Waltz across from Dennis Monchet, and they're going back and forth because it's very apparent that uh, Waltz is looking for Jews that have been reported in the area. And Dennis is trying to do his best to change the subject and appease this uh, Nazi SS figurehead and get him to go away. But it, it escalates to the point where Christoph Waltz knows without a doubt that there are Jews hiding on the premises and that he will, he will find them and he will get his way no matter what happens. And it is one of the most tense exchanges. It's so tense in a just film. The, the verbal—I wouldn't even call it verbal jousting because it's so one-sided. It's so one-sided, just, and the so terror, quick. and you can see the the fright building on this farmer, and you see the little the way he Tarantino does is so beautiful, like the sweat, sweat slowly starts down to form, and he just—you can just tell this guy realizes, oh my god, he knows There's nothing I can do, and he knows exactly where they are. And there's nothing you could have done. There's nothing you can do. The scene breaks down. He finds out. And, and the cool thing about the scene, before I go any further, they, they're, they're, uh, 
a French-speaking family. They don't know any English. The only people who know English in this entire scene are um, Landa, played by Christophe Waltz, and Denis Monche, uh, the French farmer. Yeah. So they keep switching back and forth between French and English so that the family does not know Everyone. what the SS general and the French farmer are discussing. So Christophe Waltz switches to English, and he's like, you will instruct your family to come out, and we will resolve this. We'll fix this manner. And all of a sudden, the situation just breaks down because it's clear that the conversation between Waltz and Dennis has clearly deteriorated. And then the scene just goes awry. The family makes a run for it, and chaos ensues. I'm going to give this a solid six. Really? I don't think it's uh, scary in the traditional sense, but I definitely think that it it has to you know, be put on the list just because of the, the, the fright that builds with the characters in the scene. And then you have Christoph Waltz, one of the best monologuers I've ever seen on film, you know, delivering this haunting uh, exchange. You know what I mean? What'd you give it, Mace? I have, to, I have to agree with you completely. I have to give this a six, not to piggyback on you too much, but... We have similar opinions. I feel like it's a very well done scene and it's very impactful, but I don't feel as, as though it's particularly scary. I mean, it's apparent that there is fear going on between the characters on screen and it's very unsettling to watch. Very See, unsettling. I, I mean, I agree with you both to a point, but again, I don't feel it's a scary scene to me. Is it tense? Is it disturbing? Is it, th is it a, a, th a thriller? Uh, a lot of anxiousness? But I don't get horror from it. Is it, 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 it a tragedy? Is it's a, a lot of anxiousness about? Absolutely, I, I totally agree with that whole perspective. But I'm not getting horror from this, and, and maybe it's just I'm not taking it from the right point of view. And I would get that. That's the reason. Great movie, movies seven or an eight for me, to be honest with you. But the scene, as far as horror, I only gave it a four. Yeah, I know. But yeah. to, just to play on what you said a little bit, I just feel like. Horror movies and scary movies in general have many, many ways they can evoke reactions in people. Yes. Tension, anxiety, things like that no, are no, no. Uh, representations of horror and, and scares. I, yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, I so do. And, and again, it's, it's about perspective. And you can feel anxious. Yeah. No, but. no. No, I understand what you're saying. Perspective. Maybe I just don't have the right one for that. And that's the reason I didn't, you know. Well, it's tough to see because it's definitely not a scary movie. No. You know? That's but. why. And the next number nine on the list comes from the Baba Duke. Baba Duke. <laughs> and Baba. It, it, this is the Baba Duke arrive scene. It, this is yeah. the famous one. This is the one that's been posted all over Tumblr, social media. Yeah. It's where the mom throws covers over his face. That'll protect you. Like a child in in yeah, a no in a storybook, and you finally get to see uh, the Baba Duke. And it's horror, horrific appearance. It's yeah. it's definitely a very spooky scene. I'm going to be honest. This one's got me pretty good the first time I saw the film. No, it's definitely. a It's a pretty haunting scene. And because it harkens back to those fears you had as a child. Yeah. Of when the closet door swings open in the middle of the night. Or when the closet door is cracked and you think you see something. But to be honest with you, not to interrupt you, that's what I think is scary or horrifying about this scene. Is that the fact it takes the mother back to the point where she is a child and afraid of the things she was afraid of as a child. And what do we do as a kid when we were scared in the dark with the covers over our head? And I think Absolutely. that's why this scene translates so well to me. 
and, and uh, uh, more than a lot of others. I mean, it's ridiculous that you put the covers over her head, but if again, it's about perspective for me. It took her back to being uh, a child, and for me, that's what it really did. I have to give this a seven. Um, I, I agree with everything you said completely. I, it's it's apparent that she was so frightened that she resorted back to the way she dealt yeah. with her problems when she was a child. She exactly. pulled the covers over her head. Yeah. And I just love the way they built tension in general. And I love the character, the Babadook. He's yeah. just a great character in general. You know, he's very terrifying. His appearance, his demeanor, the way he speaks yeah. is terrifying. So you gave it a I seven? Liked the, yeah, I gave it a seven. Okay. I would agree. Very, it's very, a, very good scene. It's a seven. I didn't on, care for the movie as much. I love the scene. Sorry. It's a seven for me as well. I, I think it's on the list for sure. Absolutely. If you're counting the 21st century horror. I found it a little more scary for me. I gave it an eight, actually. I'm a wuss. <laughs> um, the next is a movie that I don't think gets enough love no, no. amongst horror fans, especially uh, cult classic horror fans. It's The Descent, yep. which is this tale of uh, g- gal pals getting together to celebrate their friendship by going cave diving, spelunking, and it all goes ho- horribly wrong. The scene that they're taking is uh, uh, from is Meet the Crawlers, where we finally get to see the thing that's been terrorizing these women uh, down in the depths below. And it's a, it's a pretty horrifying scene. It's that thing that everyone who's had a camera and joked around with their friends has had. You know, when you think you see something in the back of the film and yeah. you're like. And it's lurking. And I, and I really that? did. I, I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. If you haven't seen The Descent, you know. It's a must-see horror film. Absolutely. I have to give this scene in particular. Uh, it's jump scare. You know, you have to give that yeah. some weight when looking at one scene in particular. I think – this scene does not do the entire film justice. I'm going to have to give this scene in particular a six. But the film overall is is close to a nine for me. I'm going to have to yeah. give it an eight. Close to a nine, though. As it's, a horror it's fan, it's so it's good. It's, and it, it captures everything, every it aspect. Without falling into being a cliche, overplayed out piece, it like has a new take on a lot of familiar horror tropes that makes it interesting to fans like us. Well, and here's the scary part. This is an age when we're dying for female casts. All female All cast. female cast. Yeah, strong female lead. I mean, even. exactly. And this is the thing that kills me when I think about this movie. And they just talk about, uh, I hate to go off topic a little bit, Thor Ragnarok. And he just had all the women stars get together and pitch to, uh, what's his name, Fergie? Um, the director of... Thor Ragnarok, and they pitched to him that they would like uh, a female strong movie in, in it. And we have one right here from 2005. I mean, if you want to see something good, they uh, you guys loved it because they're great actresses. Uh, they, they filled in great roles. And they sell the scary of the movie. Fantastic. Fantastic action. Fantastic scariness. I mean, and I, 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 I definitely think IndieWire gets some credit for putting this on their list. You know what I mean? Especially as high as they did. Because that makes a statement about the movie in general. But but I don't mean to go off topic again because I love this movie this much. I gave the scene an eight. I, I, I mean, I love this. But here's the scary part. The guy who wrote this, I mean, again, I'm sorry, near, near, Neil Marshall, okay? Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this. Dog Soldiers, werewolf movie. Oh, Ooh, yes. That, that okay? is so good. About SAS agents. There you go. In Tooth, the woods. And he was responsible for that. Also responsible for directing episodes of TV's Hannibal. I don't know if you've oh, seen that. Oh, that show is fantastic. So, so and, sad that it got canceled. And unbelievable. And guess what he's also directed? Constantine. I know it's one of Mason's favorite movies. Constantine. It's great. I want I them mean, to remake that. 
Me too. And he's he also currently did uh, GOT. He was a director of many episodes on that. You guys were fans of that. But uh, to be fairly honest, though, to touch on briefly, the, the no, never mind. We could have a whole podcast. No, on no, I, I'm just I'm just trying to say that. I mean, this guy has done some yes. great work. And when's the last time you heard anybody talk about Descent? I got to give this article props for bringing up this picture that nobody's talked about. I don't know. I mean, when's the last time we had to sit sit down and everybody talked about Descent from 2005? Very rare. I I mean, and finally, I mean, this guy's working on a new Hellboy that's going on right now. Hell yeah. With um, Dave Harbour, I think. Yes, from Stranger Things and... It just gives you a little snapshot to, to this guy's film history where he's he's direct, r- directed some really great horror movies and some great characters. And I just really think that it's my pitch again. This is – and I don't think I'm overselling this movie. Everybody should see this movie. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. And uh, let's move on to number seven on the list. This is a scene for me where if it didn't have it on the list – I would have thrown this article completely out. I've heard I you, Mason. You, That's Mason. Exactly have, what I was going I to say. You guys have talked about this scene away this. from this podcast tons you, of times. You want to talk about real scary yeah. shit. This is some real world scary things that could absolutely happen. It's fears that we all have in the late night. This is from the movie The Strangers. It's the uninvited guest scene. And this is what terror is to me. You know what I mean? We're taking it all the way back to, um, you know, that Michael Jackson feature song. I always feel like somebody's oh. watching. Where it's Liv Tyler who stars in the film. Could you sing again? Twice in one. Yeah, day. twice in one. You guys get to hear the melodic voice of Cameron. Hello. But she's going to fix herself a glass of water. And the killer is in the background of the frame. It's disturbing. As Not actively you know trying to find. You know what I find most fascinating about this clip? What? No music is used throughout the it's entire version of the clip. It's, it's very silent. quiet. It's a silent clip. And he's he's not he's not even there's nothing that he's doing particularly. Just the fact that he's standing there. watching her. Like that scared me so much the first time I saw this movie. When you realize that he could have killed her. He yeah. could have. He could have walked right up behind and her. And stabbed her. And stabbed or, or her. Or choked her to death right there. But that's yeah. not what the strangers was about. I know. It, it was, was about instilling fear. absolute fear terror horror this is now this is a description of real life horror and i would agree and that's that. what scares me that's what scared me the most because the killer wanted to scare her more than she's ever been scared before before ending her life and and he wanted to make her feel like she was not safe in the place that is supposed to be the safest of them all her and own home your own home yeah and it's absolutely it's just jolting to yeah. see something like that and, and if you guys don't know the scene the scene is the one where she's getting a drink of water. She's got her back turned. He appears in the hallway. No sounds are made. He stands there and stares at her the entire time she gets a drink. But like Mason and Kim were saying, there's no sound until he steps away just as she turns around. And the only no- noise you hear is him leaving the house. He goes back out the door. So you actually the door. you just hear the door close. And that's when she starts to freak again. And it's just, but we've all had those moments. We've all had those moments. That's why I think this scene is so effective. When you're in the kitchen and you hear something in some other part of the house, one of I said, or you feel like you're being watched. Yeah, how many times have I said? Imagine if that noise you hear is your front door closing, Closing. not being open, 
closing. Yeah. And, and you went to look and nobody's there and the curtain on your door is moving. You or want something. to talk about a movie that plays on the terror of knowing that there is no hope in a situation and just, and, or maybe it's squandered hope. You know what I mean? Because that movie is literally people struggling to get out of a situation where there yeah. is no escape. Yeah. You know? And I think that this scene encapsulates that perfectly. This is a, this is just like a get out. This is as close as you can get to a 10. Obviously no one's going to hit that. Ten. You can't give him a ten. It's a nine now. It's a nine. It's for a me. nine. And if you're gonna throw nine. back, guys, I, you know you've heard me say it a million times. It's the Michael Myers effect. I I know we, this is a terrifying scene, but imagine how many times we've watched Halloween, the 1978 version, where he's standing there, just staring at these freaking people, and it's that all over again. And and to be honest with you, that was really terrifying. But the director and and the actor and and Liv Taylor and how she does this scene, it's perfect. I mean, it's really Dude, I'm like perfection. looking over my shoulder now. I'm fucking no, no. scared now. Well, I'm, 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 I'm we're, like, we're looking on you at the cam, and I'm waiting to see someone over your, your right shoulder there in the corner. Stop messing with me. Yeah, man. So. <laughs> it's all right. You know, we'll, we'll make sure we get put a call out and make sure you're okay. Next, Fuck. The next scene on the list, number six, comes from the cult classic, It Follows. Yeah. It is the tall man scene where we see her being actively pursued by It. Yeah. Um, she is terrified in her room and she finally sees the manifestation of yep. it coming for her. And nobody else does. And it is uh, okay. I don't mean to cut you off, yeah, but this scene this. made me scream aloud. All right. She's she's oddly enough in the kitchen again. I think she was going to the fridge, if I'm not mistaken. It doesn't show that in this clip, but I watched the movie once a while ago. But anyway, she's she's uh rummaging through her home. She goes to the kitchen and she she hears a like someone dropped a sack of potatoes to her right just over the fridge door. She can't quite see it. She closes the fridge door and there's a window just above the floor, above the table. It's been slid open and on the floor is a, is a body and the body rises. And it's, it's this naked woman with, with piss all over the floor. And she, the, the body rises and it starts to walk after the woman and and the, the scene turns to slow motion the girl runs in such a way that her sweater falls off she makes her way up the stairs crying hysterically launches well, you, herself you went into way back in the scene yeah i was gonna say that's that's pretty f- you went way back you Sorry. know th- that's she the bu- thing they no. put the tall man portion on which i think is interesting because it's not the most terrifying part no of the, scene the, for the me. scene you're describing, you're describing was the one that that's I thought the scariest scene <laughs> No, we were talking about that when we yeah. saw this clip. We were they like, shouldn't have played that scene. They should have played the scene you're talking about because yeah. that is the scariest scene. But I the agree, tall man scene I just saw is like a. It was just kind of guy so appeared abrupt. in a doorway so and then abrupt. chased her out. It, it, it's so abrupt. That's what the magic of it was. Yeah, I think the, they the, needed the, more prep. I think that it, they oh. should they should have added the two minutes you're talking about. I agree. I agree. That should have been one continuous clip. Yes. They have some six minutes clips on here. This should have been a six minute. It clip. It should have been a six minute clip. I would agree with that because it would have made crying hysterically her friends rush to her aid and as her friends rush into the door oh my f- the tall man quickly makes his way through the doorway and it scares everyone out of their minds they rush to the balcony and climb down the house down the house because the tall man is blocking the doorway and he seems impossibly tall too it's and he has no eyes if i'm not mistaken it's just yeah traumatizing yeah. Ah, i'm gonna Let's be honest, guys. I'm not a big fan of It Follows. I <laughs> oh think. My God. Ah, yeah, yeah, guys. I didn't. Fuck that all movie. right. Here's the thing. It was one of those movies where, like, it got me with jump scares, and I was like, "Oh, fuck you." Oh, uh, wait a minute. Because, like, all, first of all, first of all, I thought it was really inventive. Yes, I thought the okay. concept was. I, I know we're talking about scenes. 
I, I understand your point, but I, I think it was a really great movie, but I will say I agree with Mason from the get-go. It should have been a six-minute clip. Yeah, but let me let me been. unpack what I was saying. The scene that they picked, oh, the scene that they picked was lunch. Fuck me. <laughs> unpack it. Dude. Unpack it. I'm, I'm going to have some coffee. Go ahead, you talk for a little while. <laughs> I honestly think it follows head. I was. I, everyone was like, "Dude, the concept's crazy, bro. This thing is gonna follow you once you fuck a person." And I'm like, "Really? It's it's literally okay. It, it's so a movie. Herpes. It's a movie about visual aids, apparently, because you have sex with someone and then <laughs> something follows <laughs> them. Like learning, like teaching. I meant visual aids because people have sex with people and then are like." Oh shit! Now it's coming for you, and I get that that's inventive and it played it paid homage to a lot of films. But they picked like one of the hackiest scenes to me to put up on the scariest scene. I'd rather have the fridge scene that you were talking about than the tall man scene, which was just a it was an abrupt jump scare where it got me and I was like, oh okay, fuck off. Like you got me with the jump scare, thank you. Now it's gonna walk speed at her. Like that yeah, was another thing about it follows for me too. I get it's terrifying that something's constantly following you all the time, but when it's walking like a like a grandma doing her morning aerobics, you know, I feel s- is, I feel okay. You think she would fly to Asia and then do a, go to a brothel or something? You literally just said what I was about all, to say. She's all set. Because I would go to Shanghai, I would get a very expensive call girl, and boom, problem solved. Problem solved. And then I would go back to the states. But then, I, I, like people, then people, there wouldn't be a very people good in Follows were like, "What's going on? How is this happening?" Yeah, but you're saying get get an expensive car girl, go to another country. She's what sixteen. Whoa! She's oh yeah, oh yeah, the person in the film. I thought you meant the call girl was going to be sixteen. <laughs> no, no. I'm like, hopefully not. No, it's a, it's <laughs> Jesus, a, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, well, that's not can't sleep, won't sleep. We're not going to call that with that. Yeah, is. I was going to say definitely no, not. No, but that. what I'm saying is you're you, nothing. Come is on, off man. Sleep, yeah, but you're you're. Come on, man. Let's not destroy. I mean, if I'm going to sit here and take a shit on everything, I can take a shit on every movie Granted. ever made. Okay, Ridley Scott wouldn't have a career. Yeah, I mean, come on. But, but I, the bottom line is, let's stay within the realm of what the movie is. It's a 16 year old. It's a horror movie. It's freaking probably Detroit, if I think if you remember. It said there's nothing there. They have no money. They're poor. She ain't okay, flying yeah. to Shanghai. Okay, fair enough. She tried to whore herself out. They she did. She swam out to that boat. Yeah, they all got killed, man. Yeah, and then she went to sleep with the guy, and then the kid went to sleep with prostitutes, if I remember how it goes. And that's how they were always looking over their shoulder, but how they got rid of it. But again... Oh, it doesn't just go away. No, no, no. It always comes back. just increase the line. Okay, exactly. It's distance from you. All right, let me me tell you. Uh, I I understand its place in the zeitgeist, and I think it deserves a spot on the list. Okay. I'll, I'll concede that. We can... We can do a full-on review of it, a discussion of it if you guys want to. We'll do classics later. Yeah, but for that, it's I, a seven. I think yeah, it it's deserves to be on the list. For me, though, that just movie like that was the more personal gripes I had with the movie. No, no, I I get it, I get it, I totally understand too. But it's a seven to me. There's some horrifying thoughts, but again, my horrifying thoughts were more on Mason's page. I agree with what you're saying. If you're just gonna take it from the guy at the door walking in, ain't too much scary there. I mean, there's not. But if you're, I, I took it back a little far. That's the reason I gave it a seven. Okay, now we're going to get to number five. We're in the top five on the list. This is coming from Twenty Eight Days Later, yeah. and is the flat tire scene. Yeah, 
28 Days Later is a really a great zombie movie, in my opinion. It advanced the genre, in my mind. You know what it I mean? It really did. It was not the genre just, took a big jump after this film. Because it brought it to light in an intellectual way, where and in a feasible way. Because before this, it was zombies' hands prying out of the dirt ground, yeah. coming out of their graves to eat people. Whereas 28 Days Later did the first like rationalization, where it was like, oh, shit. This is a disease, and it's spreading. It really painted a picture for t- horrifying zombies, too. Yeah, it t- How take quickly it they turn, how fast they run. It's like as soon as you turn into a zombie, first of all, it takes and, all of two seconds then, to turn, and then you become a fucking athlete. And in this scene, they combine that universe and what's happening in that world with the problem of getting a flat tire. You know what I mean? They, they have a flat tire on the side of the road. They go out to fix it, and then the walkers set upon them. And I think this is like a scene that you're constantly like, oh, fuck, just fix the tire and get back in the car, please. You know, because the walkers are coming on to them. I think you guys are right. I really never thought about which came first because there's other movies that I that and I'll talk about one that I thought it should have been on this a little later that I thought was as scary. But now when I look back and I look about when the movies were made, you're right. This did this did take a whole new direction for the zombies and created another level of horror. It really did. You know, I mean, deserves to be on the list. Granted, all hail King George Romero of zombies, but yeah, but that those zombies, unless there's a horde, as the terminology is for today, they don't scare you. Five of these efforts will chase you down, and they'll do it. Even even two of them are frightening to me. But to break down the clip itself, I, I feel like it would fall more under the category of a thriller, like we've been saying before. Yeah. Uh, nothing particularly. Anticipation. Thriller. Yeah. Make, yeah. It didn't make my skin crawl. No. I wasn't like, oh shit, oh shit. Well, it didn't I mean, do the paranormal to me. I didn't get goosebumps. Go. I was concerned. The time, yes. I was, I was on the edge of my seat. Yep. I just wanted them to finish screwing the lug nuts. Yes. Other than that. I, I, I appreciate the fact scary. that they were scared shitless. So they picked the front of the car up to get it done as fast as they did. Yeah. I thought that was realistic. And I was saying to myself while I'm watching a scene, you only need two, put two lug guns on, get in the car, get in the car. Yeah, but it exactly. wasn't, I wasn't terrified. I wasn't horror for me. Uh, but again, I think I rated the more, movie more than the scene. I gave it a seven. Kim? Yeah, I would give it a, a seven as well. Mace? Uh, just the scene. I'm not going to do the whole movie. I'm going to give it a six. I, I, I can't. Yeah, I think the that. scene was a seven for me. I, I, I found it terrifying. Next, we're going to get to a scene where I didn't initially think of this no, as one of the scary scenes. But it is. But on upon reviewing it we and watched watching it, it, it is it – is, it shook me a little bit. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And this is from the movie Zodiac based on the Zodiac Killer – it's the most dangerous game scene. This is where Jake Gyllenhaal, the the reporter, is interviewing someone that he thinks can lead him onto the trail of the Zodiac Killer. Right. He's actually looking after uh, uh, one of the other suspects that he thinks drew this poster. Right. And he goes to this guy to say, Who's listen. the owner of the theater. Right. And says, listen, I think this guy's handwriting matches the Zodiac. He's the closest match. And then the horrifying fact, and, and again... Jake Gyllenhaal is in this list twice, and you start to realize just how great of an actor he is. Because especially he sells. when it comes to horror, then we're going to talk about Nightcrawler. We could talk about a ton of other movies. Yeah, but Prisoners, which is another yeah, great horror I love movie. That fucking movie. Yeah, dude. but he just sells so the shit out of this. I wasn't. This scene is not horrifying, but again, I get goosebumps thinking about it because he sells the shit out of it. Because he goes, 
Look, look, look at this poster. The handwriting actually is the closest match to the Zodiac. And then the guy turns to him and goes, well, that guy doesn't do the handwriting on all the posters. I do. And you can just see the look. There's like a click moment. And he just – Jake Hall goes, fuck. Fuck me. Because I'm alone with the Zodiac Killer. It's a rainy day house. out. It's at night. In his house. And then the guy's like, all right, well, let's go see if I have the poster. Let's What's come the- down to my basement. Yeah. And he, and then he knew the fact that the profile, if you know the movie, and I do, about they they pictured him having a quiet space to do, well, his hide his planning, everything, planning, being in a basement, his equipment, in the puzzles, in, in a basement, exactly. And the Zodiac would require a basement, and then he said to him, and then he, and then the guy goes, stand here in my basement, and he goes, basement, not a lot of houses in California, but basement. basement, and he goes. I do, and it's just sold fantastic. And it just fucks with you because you're like, if I was in his situation, I would be like that too. You don't want to abruptly even trigger a violent response. Yeah, no shit. Exactly. <sighs> but you have to kind of so play well. around, and you just see Jake Gyllenhaal run away from the house at the end of the scene, completely shaking. Oh yeah, and it's done so where well. Where he, he I, I, you felt the terror that he felt yep. in that moment, where you're like, great oh, movie again, another great movie, down. another great scene. What? I'm I sorry. It comes down to great acting yes. for that scene. I have to give it a 7 out of 10. I gave it an 8. I, I gave it an 8 also because I just picture myself standing there face to face where I realize you do. You just literally say fuck. And and I don't want to say that a lot. but he, I mean I would have dropped my jock at that. I would have been he like, did. Oh, you could just see it. You could just see the blood run out of his face and he just sold it fantastic. And it was a horrifying scene to me. Uh, 2007. I do want to put a little annotation in there. Made in 2007, Jake Hall, and somebody we're, we're going to talk about later, David Finchner, Mindhunter director, also directed this. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at that. That's awesome. Yep. A little little footnote. And if, yeah. and if you Wait. like Mindhunters, and we all love Mindhunters here, right, Mace? Yeah, right, Cam? You can I'll look forward to our review episode. and discuss. You can look forward to our review and discussion of Mindhunter. Very soon. soon. Very soon it's coming. And if you like that show and you want more David Finchner, go get Zodiac 2007. It's a really great movie. And it does justice to the whole historical process of the Zodiac and its significance. And and here's some of the stars from that movie. Because you only saw really Jake Jonal. Robert Downey Jr., Mark Ruffalo, Anthony Edwards, Brian Cox. I mean, you're talking about some great actors right there. The first Mark five. Ruffalo is sensational in that movie. He is. And, and Robert Downey Jr., Mark Edwards. If you know Mark Edwards, I, Anthony Edwards, I apologize. He's from ER, older, older. And, and Brian Cox, he's been in just about everything. But we'll yeah. go on to our next one. Sorry about that. And number three, now we're in the big three. The big three scenes. Um, although this scene and movie holds a special place in my heart, because I'm a huge Guillermo del Toro fan, um, I do have a bone to pick with it. I'll let you on to know. I'll let you know why later. This is coming from Pan's Labyrinth, the the Guillermo del Toro horror movie, uh, completely in Spanish. One of his earlier movies, uh, and this is the Pale Man scene. Yeah. So this is when, uh, uh, um, you know, the girl Pan goes down into the labyrinth. And makes the mistake that all young children make. Not listening to instructions they're given. And she eats from the table where she's not supposed to eat. Yes. And it awakes the pale man. The demon. Yep. The slayer of children. And he, he arises and chases her. And it's a really great scene. It's terrifying. Especially because you're in the shoes of this little girl. You know what I mean? And it it, it really instills that upon you. You know? That the... the the mistakes that you can make. 
But again, I know it's scary, but well, that's what I was going to get. Look to. at the pale man. It's his eyes are on his hands. All right, that's the first thing you notice. Obviously, <laughs> are you going to say so. you'd fuck this pale man up? Yeah, I think I fucked this pale man up. Man. <laughs> she's she's ten. <laughs> She's I know, 10 I'm or 11. Batman, but if you put me in an octagon with this pale man, don't make me fuck this right. pale man up. I, I granted but again, it's he not. He makes his fist to throw a punch. All right, he's fucking he's blind. He can't see. I know. I, I, I'm not debating that, guys. But he, she's, it's, it's, I know you both for a fact love this movie when you were kids because you actually sat there and read the entire movie a couple times. Yeah, so I did. I, I know and both I of you. to read. Uh, <laughs> and you did. And you guys were. Immersed in it. It was one of the first movies I, I watched completely subtitled. That and yes. King Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. And it's one of his Guillermo del Toro's first first jumps into but major picture making. This is more of a. It's not horror. Yeah, it's and especially horror. the the only people who can truly empathize with this I think are kids. Yeah. You know, for it's like an adult, intense. I went. It's definitely a good thriller. I yes. went back. Thriller. And I, I actually went back recently and watched this about a year ago. Yeah. And I had to say I I didn't find it especially scary in certain moments. Of course, the beer bottle scene—that's what I originally thought they were going to yeah, find here because too. it's gruesome and it terrifying. Is. But you know, I I can see where they're coming from. But personally, I don't think this deserves top three. I would have liked no. to see top twenty. Possibly a twenty. This would have landed twenty. Twenty for me, maybe 20. twenty. Yeah, this was maybe. about a. I think this would have barely scratched the top 20 for me, if I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. It was a soft five for me, but I do have great love soft. for this movie. Oof. It's just it's great love for the movie, but it didn't deserve it in the top. It so, did, yeah. didn't make top five. But I just have to support four. it because three. I have great nostalgia for this, you know. Yeah. But, I loved it too, but it's it's a four. Not in the top three at all. No, I, I, I mean, I was nice and gave it a six just because it was a good movie, but it's not horror. Okay. Now we're going to get into the final two, boys. Here it is, the grand finale. Here we go. You know what's coming. It's one of the best American horror movies of the 2000s, Uh in my opinion, in my humble opinion. Yes, I would agree. The Ring. Yep, great adaptation of a Japanese horror film. Now, I do argue that this is not the scariest scene, in my opinion, from The Ring. It's not. But it's they take the haunted video, the literal video from The Ring that you watch. It's the cursed videotape. Personally, I was scratching my head at this oh, one. Oh, that's the. I'm sorry. This is the scene that yeah. picked. Yes, yeah, it's not. It's not the ending thing. well scene. Right it's not the TV at the apartment. No, no when she comes out of the thing. fucking TV, you want to talk about? Wait, 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 wait. All right, just make sure we're. Oh yeah, ring. Okay, just yeah. So I had to make sure we she were. Comes out of the fucking TV. That's more horrifying to me. Yes. When he goes, it's a holy. That's another one of those moments. Like Jake Gyllenhaal sitting there going, where he's at his apartment. Yeah. It's her boyfriend, and, and she, he goes, fuck. Like, here it fucking comes. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's one of those scenes I actually get goosebumps thinking about it. And the well scene at the end where yes. it's just absolutely fucking terrifying. Yes. But they pick the cursed videotape that it's, I get it's eerie and I get it has the whole, it's the mythos of the film, really. It's the heart of the film. I get yeah, why they put it in the here. the entire film, man. You watch this and you'll die. It's the... If you want to look at the scene in particular, just type in YouTube, the ring cursed videotape. And this is the, the, the tape the characters in the film watch yes. before they die. Hey, guess well, they what? watch it and then seven days later they and, die. And this but. is the part that kills me, okay, guys? And I, I, I've seen them all. I love all the Ring movies. Two was just okay to me. Yeah. But I really like the last one, the Rings that came out. You know? I mean, if you get a chance to watch that, add it to the list. I, I totally think it's definitely worth it. You know, I mean, Johnny Galecki's in it, you know, from 
from uh, Big Bang Theory. I mean, I liked it. What'd you guys think? I liked Rings a lot. Uh, Honestly, the whole trilogy, in my opinion, is great. It's great American horror, but nothing can beat the original. No. The original, you know, the, the original was groundbreaking. It, it was adapted from a Japanese horror ringu. Brutal to this fucking movie too. But <sighs> oh boy, I really liked it. I just wish they would have picked a different scene. Yeah. I, 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 honestly, there were so many great scenes yes. from in that movie. Yeah, but that wouldn't have been my pick. The fact that this it's on scene, this list is good. This scene for me is a four, but the movie deserves to be high on the list with yes. the different scenes. Exactly. I think the sense. movie makes the top twenty. I think that maybe a scene, five, maybe a scene from the movie makes the top two. Top five. Top five. Top five. Top five. I got other movies that just freak me the hell out, but I definitely put this in the top ones. Yes. And now we're going to get to number one on IndieWire's top 20 scariest scenes in, in the 21st century of cinema. <laughs> this one, Dude, I was scratching was, my upset. head at. Scratching my head. Very, very upset. This is from Mulholland Drive, and it is the scene at Winkies. It's the diner scene. Uh, perplexed. perplexed. Perplexed is what I was at IndieWire with this. This is the scene where um, uh, one of the characters is talking about the dream he had at the establishment. The eerie dream about the person in the back whose face they wish they would have never seen. And they're trying yeah. to uh, expel this horror from their life that they've had this reoccurring dream at this establishment. So to get rid of that, they actually go to the diner. And, uh, and try to expel this fear. They go out back and they actually see the guy, and the guy dies of fright. Uh, I was not scared whatsoever at the scene. The acting in it was good. I will concede. That no, the actor sold it up. They tried to build it up, to, and the buildup was gigantic good. Thing, and the buildup was good. And, and then, then the I saw the person's effects face. Were kind of shit. Was weak as shit. I was gonna and say. And then his his death of fright was weak too. I was like, all right, man. It, that By was the. the- over, I was like, give me a fucking break. The whole this. climax of the scene was the only poorly acted part of it. Where yeah. they go out and like, it literally reminded me of those Goosebumps DVDs we had as kids. Yeah, no shit. Where it was shitty, it was weak. shitty monsters and masks jumping out and going, ooga boogada And then the person falling down and then the bad poorly acting, is he okay? And checking for the pulse. Where I was like, this is just so hacky and yeah. weird. That's I was exactly just, what it was. It was this, it looked like a homeless dude covered in mud went, oh, boo. And the the, the, the the guy in question who was it freaking the fuck out went, oh god! It like fell down. Top it one, was top one, top. Not one. on the list at all. I really, I'm other sorry, than man. the fact that this was well acted, I really didn't see the point in putting this on the None list. None of it. I really None didn't it. get it. It's a zero for me. I, I'm I was sorry. Confused. I was gonna say number one on the list. I'll give this a one out of ten. Yeah. I'll give this. Uh, a f- I gave it a zero. I, I gave it a three been. because eh. it had me biting on the early dialogue. You have to admit, when he's talking about this dream and the veins are bulging on his forehead. And the dude did sell it, but I think I... Good, but there's no scary part. Yeah. 100%. Especially when it's in daylight, too, which is... so You have to be really scary to make it scary in the daylight. And again, I'm sorry, guys. You don't sell me... You don't tell me it's the top number one. I think I'm just pissed off that they put this at number one. It's the reason they gave it a zero. I can't. I can't. It's a zero to me. I just don't even like it. I'm sorry. Probably because they put it thing. so high. If it were 15, I'd probably be like, yeah, I get it. But you I put don't. it at one and it offended me. It offended me too. And this is a Twin Peaks. Especially dude. as a horror fan, I'm like, nah, what nah. the hell? I, I never mean... got Twin Peaks. I never got David Lynch. And I don't understand Mulholland Drive. 
I'm stupid. I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe Mulholland fan, Mulholland Drive fans can let us know in the comments. Yeah, what we're missing here. Please, you know what? Send me an email and explain it to me. And maybe if you explain it to me, then I'll thoroughly understand and I'll change my rating and I'll agree with the indie writer. To Hell, say we'll, someone. we'll even post a recant if you can really prove it to us Absolutely. that this is the cinematic masterpiece. Because you know what? I, I don't mean to cut you off, Cameron. I found three on my own that I would have put higher than this. guy. Yeah. And that's what I was going to talk about. Like, I think we all have a couple of scenes that we could point out I, that should have yeah. been on the list. Some honorary mentions. Sure. Uh, about this indie wireless that we think should have been included. You want to do that? You guys have like three apiece? I have three. Yes, I do. Okay. So who wants to go first? Well, I'll, I'll let you go first. You're going to let me go first? Okay. My first one is a, one of my favorite movies. Uh, I find it in horror, and I think it was great. Um, it's a little movie called Lights Out. And there's yes. six or seven scenes in this movie that I found more frightening at any one time uh, than should have been on the list. Uh, it's Lights Out from – just came out in 2016. I found it a horrifying movie. There's scenes where the guy's walking across the floor and the lights go out. And he looks back and the creature's in the – he's in the light and the creature's in the darkness. And all he sees the lights, the eyes bright out at him. There's another scene where uh, the girl is actually in her bedroom and the lights are flickering on an outside light from a sign outside her window. And when they flicker, the thing looks up from scratching on the floor with its claws and all you see is red eyes and the lights flicker on. And it goes away and flicker off, and then it jumps on at her and it flicks on. That, my friends, is a more frightening scene to me than a lot of this movies uh, that we've covered on the list. I, I gotta agree with you there. That's a that's a really good one. Um, I'm shocked. I was shocked to not see that in the uh, film, especially either. because I mean, it was, the list either. It's so prominent in recent movies. I mean, it's been talked about so much. I, I, I think it's a great poll. My next one is, I'm kind of. Uh, I, I guess a fan of the Conjuring series and this in my opinion falls with it it's the original Annabelle movie there's a scene when the mom is in the in in the I believe it's the daughter's bedroom and outside the door is a little kid a little girl that screams and she starts running at her and then hits the door and changes into an old woman screaming at her yes and it just scares the little crap out of me man I just that's one where I was ashamed in the theater because I screamed like a little girl. Uh, and that scene uh, makes it to me. There's another scene where she actually has to go into the basement and sees a creature down there. I found those two scenes more horrifying to me than the actual many, many on the list. And then it goes back to my – it's one of my all-time favorite zombie movies of all time. Dawn of the Dead in 2004 with Ving Rains. Preach. I love, love that freaking movie. And there is so many scenes in that movie which you just sit there and you're utterly terrified. And we brought one up earlier when they're out at the truck and they're opening up the door and the guys are going out to try and get the keys to the truck. And they're running in because people are trying to get it back into the, the mall. And these three zombies come around the corner hauling ass at you. And you're just like, oh my god, get in. And it's it's literally horrifying. It's not anxious. It's horrifying because it's instant death. And those are my three scenes that should have made the list. And also three pictures. If you haven't seen, go see. Yeah, I I took uh, you know I took some of my favorite movies from the 21st century, and and just talked about them. You know what I mean? Let's talk about Insidious for a second. You want to talk about Great a breakout movie. horror movie that was new, original, fresh. And the scariest scene from that I pulled was the father's journey into the astral plane. Yeah. 
such a terrifying moment where you feel completely and wholly vulnerable within a film. Yeah. It honestly was crazy to me. And then you see all the, the people that he meets in the astral plane, the family who all committed suicide. Right. The, 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 the bride, the old lady within the astral plane. Just literally f- scared me to my core. Beetlejuice I, on steroids. Oh, I was terrified. I was like, this is, this is as scary as things can get. And then you also had the eerie red man scene. Within the astral plane, which really got to me. That would be the second scene I would pick where you have uh, Tiny Tim playing in the background as he's spinning this thread. And it's just everything about it screams biblical, demonic presences. Yeah. And it's just – it's it's creepy. It's funny how we both like the same actor, Patrick Wilson, who's – He's amazing in horror He's movies. crossed over into so many different different – universes now that everybody's topic you know putting it on that topic but he's great in this movie i I just i words can't say how good he is in these movies and then the second uh film that i want to talk about is sinister sinister in my mind is ah you fuck you took mine (laughs) (laughs) you should have went before him because that you know what i didn't even think of it sinister sinister in my opinion is the scariest film of the 21st century that we have yet to see I this is one of the movies that I was genuinely horrified at. Yeah. You can go from any number of scenes. We're talking about the the Ethan Hawke first viewing scene when he's sitting up in the room and he sees the 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 family kill themselves yep. by hanging on a tree by kicking the branch out. Just absolutely horrifying. And then you want to get into the demon that was uh, yeah. shown throughout the movie. Also horrifying. Great out. effects job. Again, I get that feeling. You're right. And the jump scares with him are so effective in that movie. And then you want to talk about the other family clips. Absolutely terrifying. You have the pool chair uh, drowning scene. Yes. You have the lawnmower scene. Yep. Not to mention the twist at the end. I don't want to ruin it for people. If you haven't seen it, It man. is one of the most haunting scenes you I've ever witnessed. And that movie... Just took all of the things that I was afraid of and just turned them about to 11. Yeah. And, and it just made you feel – and then it, the ending didn't spit in your face like a lot of horror movies do. No. Where it builds you up and then just says, hey, guess what? They all die. You know? This one made you feel like, oh my god, it all came together in yep. the end. And Ethan Hawke does it again. In my opinion, he just sells the shit out of oh everything at the end. The emotion he, really he brings – he did 20, 2012 you get a chance uh, go get it and see it man Sinister it's just a great fucking movie well now that I still stole one of Mason's uh, what else do you have for us Mace? well I have um, another little known movie called Maniac starring Elijah Wood yes yeah. that's a disturbing scenes. movie oh my god it's absolutely disturbing the scariest scene for me uh, that I would like to touch on really quick is, is one of the scenes uh, that he <clears throat> kills a female victim. She's frightened at night and she, she feels as though someone's following her. So she's running through a parking garage yes. with high heels on and he's waiting for her underneath her car or a car near hers. And as she walks by it, he slices her Achilles tendon with a knife wow. and then proceeds to stab her to death. So every time yeah. I walk near my car and I'm the car. I'm worried that someone's going to slice my face. That's fucked down. up that it's fucked with you for this oh, long. Oh, and Mason, yes. I think he has the hidden, the diamond in the rough in this one because Maniac had so many batshit crazy scenes within the movie. You want to talk about the stabbing through the chin scene, which was pretty crazy. 
And then you had the mannequin scenes, which were absolutely mental. That was, I was like, yeah. whoa, Frodo gets down in some fucked up ways, dude. Well, I sure would. He's not afraid to act in anything. I'm sorry. Oh no, God. he's not. You want to talk about and then, um, yeah. the next clip I have comes from the original Halloween film. It's uh, the one after Jamie Lee Curtis walks home from school and she's worried that someone's watching her the entire time, but she can't quite put her finger down on an actual sighting of what might be following her. She goes up to the, to her room. She looks out at a clothesline, sees nothing, looks back and sees Michael Myers standing in the clothesline, looks back, looks away in fright, looks back again and he's gone. And and John Carpenter. I was just amazed. Started it there. It's crazy that he and can create. And that's where the strangers pulled from in everything. their scene. I'm telling crazy. you, man, that's like a genesis. And that, that point. scene took place entirely during the day, and you just know yeah. it's going. It's coming. That's to true, her, and that's one of the, that's that what I true. talked about that I didn't like about Mulhood Drive or Mulholland. Mulholland Drive. When you're in daylight, you have to be supremely scary yes. to get me frightened. And in that movie, where you're just watching Jamie Lee Curtis walk home from a creepy ass third person perspective. That's that's terrifying. But I think he sold it in three ways. I think Mason and you are both right. He sold it from the, a score, a musical standpoint. He sold it from the distance view. And then he sold it from uh, the final part is Jamie Lee Curtis's reactions. So he really got it all. He got it in his direction. He got it in his music. And then he turned around and he got it out of her to, to act that out. A great pick, Mace. Just a solid pick. I yeah, my next one was uh, the sinister scenes as well, particularly the uh, lawnmower scene. Man, absolutely incredible! It's a terrifying movie. I forgot uh, about that one. Is 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 great? It's fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. It would not be the same if adults were committing those heinous acts. But nope, just it's worse. Terror that it's children. All right, guys, tell us what you thought of the indie wire list. You can hit us up in the comment section below on YouTube, or you can connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at CSWS Podcast. Let us know what you thought the scariest scene was from the list. Let you know, Let us know if IndieWire did a good job. I can I add one thing? Yes. I do want to say, we always try to point out movies that we've seen that uh, you should see, but if we didn't cover one and IndieWire didn't cover one of the movies you think is scary as hell, can you please let us know? Comment below. Send us something on Twitter because you know what? I'm always looking for that you know, Diamond in the Rough, that horror movie I haven't seen that you think is scarier than the ones we've mentioned in the 21st century, I'd love to hear back. And as horror fans, we we love to forage for the hidden movies that we haven't seen. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Uh, I had a great time doing this podcast tonight. I love the topic, and I'm just excited for more. And happy Halloween, guys. Yeah. Well, this has been Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep, and we're out, guys. Have a great night. Stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.